2: Offer valid on select AK systems that's through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
0: Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find Sports Grids Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening.
3: The window. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open
4: it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome into At the Window of the Sports Grid TV Network. Little TV, Channel 517, Stir, Dumo TV as well. All of your OTT platforms. Check us out. Also, please, if you want to find us uh, on YouTube, check us out. Sports Grid Network, go there, and we're streaming there live as we speak. Also, Instagram, at TV. Follow us, like our videos, please do so. I am Sean Guasamacca in Midtown Manhattan. Drew Martin with me as well. Drew, what a day to talk about sports. I thought we would come on, recap the divisional weekend in the NFL, but all of a sudden, that all changed when Major League Baseball decided to hand out their punishment for the sign-stealing uh Houston Astros and boy was it a doozy Drew Martin happy Monday to you bro
5: happy Monday to you Sean happy Monday out there to all the watchers appreciate you tuning in national championship Monday LSU versus Clemson two heavyweights going at it can't wait to be breaking this down throughout the show we got a huge slate Jay Cornegy's joining us. He's the uh the heading it up there at the Westgate, one of if not the best sports books in the world. But uh, you're right, Sean. Interesting times here. Starting off the show with uh, MLB talk yeah. right before the <laughs> national championship game, and that is because the Astros, man, this is kind of unprecedented news in terms of them getting. a a penalty for what they did in 2017 first and second round draft picks gone we got to kind of grade out this are they too harsh are they not enough it's unprecedented so it's uh really no wrong answers here sean but a fun thing to talk about at the top
4: well yeah i was all prepared i wanted to go the national championship game finally after 16 days clemson lsu we'll do player props we'll get into that we'll uh handicap the game as well drew NFL Divisional Weekend, that as well. I mean, it was crazy. Ravens go down, Titans win, Derrick Henry runs wild. How do we do? I went 4-0 against the, the spread, by the way, uh, so it was a good weekend for me uh, for the bankroll. But this news, this MLB news we have to hit, and you just mentioned it. So this is what happened. The Manager A.J. Hinch suspended a year... Jeff Lunau, the GM for the Astros, suspended a year. Well, that doesn't matter now because now they're fired. The owner, Jim Crane, of the Houston Astros has fired A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau, the general manager. What else? $5 million fine. What else? Docked. First round, second round draft picks 2020 and 2021. Why? Because they were found guilty of stealing signs, videotaping right the monitor, and then banging on a drum, a trash can, Right in the um, clubhouse area to uh, warn players of whether it's a fastball, so they wouldn't bang for a fastball. they are bang once or twice for an off-speed pitch. That's how they related to the batter. They they were found guilty. And here's here did Major League Baseball get it right? Did they go far enough? Drew, I don't think they did. All right, because I think the they did nothing about the World Series championship that they won. And this is not just for 2017. This is for 2017, 2018, 2019. All right, this has been going on for three years. Major League Baseball did not go far enough. I mean, what, what deterrent is there out there, right? The players they they skated. He, uh, uh, Manfred decided not to punish any players because I think he's afraid of the union. To be to be uh, frank, but he said it would it'd be kind of hard to to properly dish out punishment because they don't know what level of involvement the players had and. Here, here it is. I mean, approximately two months into the twenty seventeen season, you could you could read it yourself. A group of players, including Carlos Beltran. Remember, Drew? He was a player on the twenty seventeen Houston Astros. Now, currently, the Mets manager, he skated. He he did not. Um, he was not punished by Rob Manfred. I want to get to that in just a second. But Alex Cora was the guy. He was the ringleader in this. The manager of the Red Sox. He was a bench coach back in twenty seventeen, and uh, along with Carlos Beltran. Now, Alex Cora has not been punished yet, but Major League Baseball, according to John Heyman and Ken Rosenthal, all the insiders, Drew, it's, it's coming. It's coming soon, and I would not be surprised if he's fired by the Red Sox as manager after uh, the, the punishment comes down, Drew. Just a bunch to get into, but I I, they did not go far enough, and I want to see punishment for Carlos Beltran. If, if Major League Baseball won't do it, how about the Mets' ownership, the Wilpons? Do it yourself. I mean, he was involved in this. He was a ringleader in this. It was his idea. Alex Cora was the one who who put this into play. A.J. Hinch had nothing to do with it. He did not stop it, though. And that's where he was guilty, and that's why he was suspended. He did not stop it. But according to sources, he did not like the fact that they were um, uh, cheating, and he broke the monitor a couple of times, but did not go far enough, as far as I'm concerned, Major League Baseball. They should have uh, did something with the championship, take it away, vacated. I don't care. I mean, they they look at the Patriots, right? Did, did – and the NFL go far enough with the Patriots? No, because they still credit Tom Brady with winning six Super Bowl championships. Alex Cora, all those guys, they still have a championship ring from 2017, right? They, sh- they should do-, do more Major League Baseball, take away that World Series title.
5: I don't necessarily disagree with you, Sean. I think you're onto something, man. I mean, this is something that that MLB, when you talk about integrity of the game, which heck, we talk a lot about sports betting on here, integrity is one of the top things that comes with that, and it, it can really hurt the brand of baseball or nfl any of the top sports here when integrity comes to question and it does with this situation so i i when you talk about punishment i'm with you you need to you need to be swift you need to be harsh you need to get this out of the game also i'll bring up the fact the astros are only the ones that got caught sean how, how much do you think this is going on elsewhere you know MLb players talk with each other they're friends not like they're telling on their their teammates or anything like that but when a guy gets traded hey he maybe brings it up in his new in his new locker room and are other teams doing this something like this or', or even similar to this maybe yeah. not to this extent so i think baseball needs to come down harsh and get this out of the game because integrity is becoming it questioned in my opinion well
4: and they did come down fairly harsh but i think they should have went further right because the players they skated right because so if they keep it away from the GM and the manager going forward right they, they, they could just say all right well, we, we don't want to implicate the, the manager or the GM but they could still continue to cheat right just keep it away now that would be difficult to do with the manager in the dugout right but but uh I just hate the fact that they cheated the the players and no punishment was levied against them I hate that But that doesn't mean the Mets can't take out punishment on their own manager, right? It's unlikely, but to me, another thing, too, is Carlos Beltran, he's going to be up for the Hall of Fame. He's a borderline candidate. Now, a lot of people think he's in, but this might hurt him. Look, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Fame player before he took steroids. Roger Clemens was a Hall of Fame pitcher before he took steroids. They're out of the Hall of Fame because they elected to cheat, right? Beltran cheated as well. Does this keep him out of the Hall of Fame? We'll, we'll uh, I guess, talk about that. But up next, we have to talk some college football championship. LSU, Clemson, that's next. P. Tech College Football News, joins us here on At The Window on the SportsGrid TV Network.
1: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit Lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash iHeart.
4: Welcome back to At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. It's Championship Monday. College football title game is finally here after 16 months long days. I am Sean Guasamaki in Midtown Manhattan. Drew Martin in lovely, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And now we are joined by our buddy, weekly guest here during the college football season, Pete Futek. You can find him on collegefootballnews.com and on Twitter at Pete Futek. Pete, welcome back to the show. Happy Monday. Championship Monday to you, man. Hey, how's everything going, guys? Ah, it's going great. I mean, a lot to talk about as far as from a sports angle with this MLB handing down the punishment for the Astros, but it's all about the college football championship game with you, Pete, right now. LSU, Clemson. Well, it's not, you know, you, you know. it's funny. You, you you mentioned
3: that, but it's not. That's kind of the problem with this whole layoff is that there's other stuff going on. Now with the MLB things, everyone's talking right. NFL playoffs, and you kind of alluded to the 16-day layoff where it's just too, like, it's too much of a... a, a, a uh, time off. There's too much of a lag. I agree with and you. And I don't like the fact to tighten it up a little bit.
4: Yeah, during the weekend, right, Saturday and Sunday, you have the NFL divisional games and they're holding press conferences, LSU and Clemson, and they have media day, and I missed most of it. I was just catching the replay on ESPN. I couldn't have cared yeah. less. I, I like it though. I, I want to, you know what? I want to build it up. I like to build up. You know what I mean? I want to, I want to lead into it. Build back up like the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it's so much hype. You, you watch it, and you just get excited as as days uh, dwindle down. I I do care. I, I do want to see that, and we were robbed of it because it's on a Monday right after the divisional playoffs.
3: Yeah, it should all be done right at New Year's Day is when everyone cares about college football. They should have the the semifinals a little bit earlier uh in the in the process maybe a week before they currently are and then have the rose bowl and all the other new year's day stuff and then whatever the best possible day right after that doesn't uh, uh, conflict with anything nfl you have the national championship so it's all kind of self-contained that way everyone's still kind of into it because again now people are into it of course people are going to watch tonight they're going to do bonzo and all that kind of stuff but again like you said like, I do this. I, I care about college football, obviously. But you and don't like care about the media day. You I never it. have anything, <laughs> yeah. you know, interesting anyway. Yeah. yeah, the media day just doesn't have anything for you.
4: Drew?
5: Hey, Pete, Drew Martin here in Las Vegas, man. Thanks for joining us. Like always, good to hear your opinion. And, uh, heck, let's not bury the lead too much longer, man. We got Clemson. We got LSU. We're seeing the number pop around. Four and a halves now are starting to show up here in Las Vegas. So it was five and a half, a lot of yesterday. So some more Clemson money coming in here. We're seeing a total of 66 and a half. So this total has been jumping around as well, man. A full field goal move towards the under. Want to get your thoughts, man. Let's throw it out there to the, to the, to the watchers.
3: Basically, go with what you like. Don't worry about the points in this. I know Clemson's been great uh, against the spread, be it against, against Alabama in these national championships. LSU's a different animal. You don't want to take what's happened in the past and kind of bring it to now because that always kind of screws things up. Uh, if you like Clemson, then go for it because they could obviously win this game. They're good enough. They've got the talent. They've done it before. There's a million reasons why you can pick Clemson if you like Clemson. And then the value there is on Clemson and the totals, the profits. bets, everything there kind of points Clemson because that's where the value is. And so if that's where your convictions are, go for it. I think LSU wins. I don't care if the spread six and a half, I don't care if it's four and a half, if you're getting if it's down to four and a half, great. Take it. Uh, LSU is just better. Look, it's, you know, it's, it, I, when it comes to games like this, part of the problem is it's easy to try to come up with reasons against uh, a, a pick that should be made. And, Look, one of the main things is, yeah, LSU hasn't been here. Clemson has. That's absolutely fair. There's a reason to to, to like Clemson and what they've been able to do. They haven't lost in two years. And uh, Devil Sweeney knows how to win national championships and all that sort of stuff. So, again, it's not crazy to think Clemson wins, except that LSU is just better. And so I'm just going to kind of go with the better team. It's more battle-tested this year.
4: So, Pete, are you going to go with – LSU in a shootout or LSU in a close defensive low scoring football. Game? I hate the
3: yeah, I hate the total. I just hate. There's, there's it's totally unpredictable. I I I picked the under early on wow. uh, in this when it was a little bit higher. Uh, I I but again, like you said, it's I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, because remember LSU's played in a slew of fights this year. I mean, they had a battle against Auburn. They, they had a battle against Mississippi state. You know, they had to score late uh, to put away Florida. I mean, they're used to getting into uh, pounding games. Ohio state in Clemson wasn't exactly a loud and crazy shootout, you know? So this, it, it's not crazy to think that this is not going to be this back and forth firefight. But then again, on the flip side of that is there's nothing fun about going with the under, you know, it's, <laughs> so it's hard to do that. So I just, I, to me, this is a, this is an absolute stay away. It just, if you can find value in, like, the, the quirky uh, bets and the totals and the if you get better odds at certain total levels, then that's that's kind of the way to go because it's kind of more fun because then you're kind of taking a chance on this. But it, it's a, absolutely a coin flip on uh, the total on this one.
5: And, uh, Pete, Pete, follow-up question to that. You know, you bring up the fact the Auburn game, just a, a three-point game, that Florida game, very much in doubt. Um, and, and bringing up the total as well, man, I totally agree with you in terms of it, it, we've seen this extra layoff time. It actually can help the defense, but that's weird to think about with these two quarterbacks, which likely could be the number one picks for each of the next two drafts. But extra extra time off kind of favors the defense here. So I think it could be very volatile. Uh, Do you think Clemson's defense has a shot at, at, at really slowing down the LSU offense that let's face it, not many defenses have done so far this year?
3: They do, except for the fact that LSU has proven that they can handle any sort of type. So let's say Clemson does figure out how to slow down uh, the deep ball plays from Burrow in this group. Well, again, in the Auburn and Florida games, LSU was able to get powerful. They were able to punish those two teams. They were able to get the running game going a little bit. I don't think they have to you know, go crazy and have these you know, 30-yard downfield you know, bombs that Burrow has been able to do. They'd be able to get by Clemson. And I don't think that's necessarily a, a must. I think that they can handle any style. It'll be interesting to see what they come out with right away, what kind of tempo they played with. Right away, what's the, the, the one key to this game, more than anything else, is just it's so long. And it's, it's made painfully aware. When you're watching these NFL games and the halftime is, you know, all of a sudden you blink and the halftime's over, and these college halftime take just like five hours. It just takes forever. And they go on these games that the, the stopped clock and everything. These games go on and on and on, and that was a factor in the Fiesta Bowl where Ohio State got up sixteen to nothing, and then you know ten hours later, Clemson's <laughs> still in the game, and then they just sort of pulled it off. But that's what happens in college football. We saw it time again. You know, it happened early in, in Auburn versus Oregon? That's kind of what happened. in The Rose Bowl when Oregon beat Wisconsin is is you can just kind of kind of keep hanging around. That negates all the fun stuff that happens early on, and look, that crowd's going to be crazy LSU early. And no matter how it goes, if LSU gets up, you know, seventeen nothing or something, that's not necessarily it. I mean, cause again, these games just take for forever.
4: Hey, Pete, how about uh, real quickly? We only have about a minute and a half. How about Clemson? How do they? Uh, you talked about uh, LSU slowing down Joe Burrow. How about uh, LSU slowing down? Trevor Lawrence. I mean, two have passed for 400 yards on this LSU defense. Trevor Lawrence is in that class as far as talent's concerned. How does LSU slow down that uh, Tigers, Clemson Tigers offense,
3: or can they? Yeah, just balance your attack. The defense, though, is playing at the highest level right now. It, look, if Trevor Lawrence is going to run the ball, let him. You know, if that's how he's going, if you're going to lose to Clemson because Trevor Lawrence is taking off, then you, you tip your cap and you move on. Uh, but you got to get Travis Etienne going. You've got to get that offensive line moving. And the problem is, is I like LSU, this defense is playing lights out at the right time. They turned it on after that Ole Miss game, dominated Texas A&M, shut down Georgia, and shut down Oklahoma when it mattered. So I, again, I kind of like LSU just because they're more complete, uh, and that includes this defense.
5: And Pete, AP, hey, real quick here. We have like thirty do, seconds. Do you think anything? Yeah, do you think there's anything to uh, LSU playing in the Big Easy tonight? So kind of a semi-home game, or do you think the t- ticket way disp- 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 won't matter too much?
3: Nah, yeah, it won't matter too much. I mean, those those national championships are so loud. It really doesn't matter. It just, there's, there's going to be so much screaming, so much yelling. It just, it's going to be loud no matter what.
4: And, and Pete, the halftime music act, Tim McGraw and alt-rock band Judah and the Lions. So uh, enjoy that uh, hour pre- uh, halftime show.
3: <laughs> All right, I will do my best. That's why I'll take a nap.
4: And it can't be worse than Imagine Dragons last year. All right. That's Few Tech, Read him. CollegeFootballNews.com. We're back with Jay Cornegay, Westgate Superbook.
1: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L E E S A dot com slash iHeart.
4: Welcome back to At the Window on the Sports Grid TV network. Uh, we are going to be joined by Jay Cornigay, the VP of Operations there at the Westgate Super Bowl. He'll join us. In about a minute or so, uh, he's scheduled to join us here on At The Window. But before we get to him, Drew, uh, I just uh, received an email from FanDuel. They credited my account $50 for the uh, problems with the app, with the betting app, over the weekend with the NFL playoffs going on. It was down once again. I mentioned this wildcard weekend. It was down. It was down again. And it was down during the time, Drew, the Chiefs were down what twenty four to to nothing, twenty four to seven, and the money line was at plus three ninety, and you couldn't bet it because it was experiencing issues.
5: Mm. Oh, that's interesting <laughs> yeah. the way that that works out. But you know. uh, heck, Jay might be a good person to ask about this because I, I know that sports books in the past have kind of done things like this, given it a deposit, you know, twenty, fifty, a hundred. And it's almost like a marketing thing. So so we talk about it on, on shows like uh, it gets the word out there, you know, kind of good, um, just good business in terms of uh, making up for for past wrongs. And uh, so it's a good thing from them. And, and maybe it's something to bring up to Jay.
4: Yeah, something to, to bring up. And But the fact that FanDuel didn't correct the mistake... From Wildcard Weekend had the same issue, you know, the Divisional Weekend. That's that's a concern. They have to get that straightened out because Super Bowl is coming up, and there's going to be a lot of action on that app. So, um, but a nice gesture awarding I, I probably each customer. So, the, so that dishing out some some cash there, Drew FanDuel is to to correct this and, and make sure no one uh, goes to the, any of the other competitors. Yeah, it's
5: an interesting concept. Just a lot of money. You're right. I mean, if every customer got that, that's crazy. Maybe they have some way to to kind of see who was going on to their app, and then those people got it. Uh, I, I would think that would be more of it. But heck, if they dished out 50 bucks to every, every client they have, uh, heck, they're at least investing in, in, in good faith, good business there. And it's interesting just talking overall. Uh, Sean in terms of you know sports betting becoming more mainstream and there's going to be problems that arise with the European operators coming in with more experience how that how's that going to work and also you know with the Vegas books expanding as well which uh, we got Jay Cornegie coming on and uh, I'm sure he'll have something on that
4: all right let's get to Jay Cornegie, the VP operations at the Westgate Superbook Jay always a pleasure thanks for joining us Uh, we don't have much time so I want to get right into it Uh, Sean and Drew here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Uh, Clemson, LSU, big title game here. Right now I'm seeing five for LSU, favored by five in this one. Where is the money coming from? Because Drew mentioned it it went down to four and a half, so that was just money coming in on Clemson. Uh, How about at the Westgate Superbook? uh, Is there money coming in now on Clemson, some late money?
6: Since we posted the the line, guys, we opened three and a half and and it got as high as six. And and going into this weekend, we had 90, 91% of all tickets and all money on LSU. However, that was going into this weekend. Uh, We had a lot of support on Clemson over the last uh, two and a half days. And it really has leveled out to a point where only 65% now is on LSU uh, ticket-wise, as well as the money. And we got down, let's see, we moved to five and a half uh late let's say late afternoon on Saturday, and still we continue to get a lot of support for Clemson as we just took a seventy thousand dollar bet on Clemson at plus five and a half just about an hour and a half ago.
5: seventy thousand bucks, man uh, jay that wasn't me unfortunately, <laughs> but uh, yeah ha- have time always good to have you on jay and uh, i I was actually in the west Westbrook- <laughs> Sportsbook last week and uh, said hey to your, your your buddy John Murray there. You guys are doing great stuff, man. The, the big screens looking looking uh, fun. It was a, a rowdy atmosphere. But Jay, do you want to ask you a question on uh, the total? 71 and a half, you had it at. Now I'm seeing uh, Westgate posted at 67. Might be off here by a half a point either way, but uh, looks like so, some big under money for you, Jay? Yeah,
6: at first it was a nice mixture. Uh, we, we did open 71 and a half. Uh, We're currently at 67, uh, but uh, over the last uh, 24 hours or so, we've had a flow of under money. And I'm starting to see some 66 and a half. I see some 66 now uh, at this time. Uh, I I do expect a a late rush of public money. Uh, You know, a lot of people don't really bet on these things until the last, you know, two hours before kickoff. And I expect most of that money to be on LSU. I don't think it's going to be enough to drive it back to five, uh, but the, the public seems to be leaning towards the under now, and that might drive our 67 down to some of the market prices that we're seeing out there right now, 66.5 and, and 66.
4: Hey, Jay. Excuse me. Jay, I have a question. As far as handle is concerned, the national championship game, uh, where does it rank as far as sporting events is concerned as far as a handle for the Westgate?
6: Well, this one's uh, ranking right up there. Uh, you know, when, when we had, headed into the weekend, I was telling everybody that the, the championship game is going to be our biggest decision of the weekend. Uh, and, but uh, that, that changed a little bit when we got to uh, those other games. But I would still say, um, we, I mean, we had a tremendous amount of action on that. Uh, uh, well, all the games, but especially the, uh, the Baltimore game and the Titans game because it was a Saturday night. Everybody was in the spirit, as you you can say, and uh, a lot of people in town. Uh, But uh, as as far as it it ranks, um, it's certainly in the top five. I don't think it's in the top three, uh, but uh, it certainly can crack the the top five. Now, it's not like that for every championship game. I just believe that this is a very appealing matchup.
4: So the the long layoff has not hurt the, the interest in betting this game compared to games previously. Football, uh, no, champion.
6: I think the only thing that hurts it is a Monday Monday night kickoff. I, I think we would handle a lot more if it was on a Saturday night. But I understand you're not going to go head to head against the NFL. But uh, if it was held uh, on a Saturday night, where a lot more people, you know, have that opportunity to wager on it, I think it, you, you would see a spike in handle uh, versus a, a Monday night. But for a Monday night game. Uh, a championship game, obviously, uh, it's still ranking right up there, but I, I certainly believe it we would even handle a lot more if it was a, a kickoff on a Saturday night.
5: And we got Jay Cornegy on the line with us. He's uh, running the Westgate Sportsbook, one of, if not the best sportsbooks in the world. Jay, you bring up public um the, the the public betting into this game tonight national championship I've asked a lot of people in the industry with a lot of experience and I've gotten different answers so I would like to ask you one of the most respected people in the industry does the public move the lines both either side or total because we had champ we have championship weekend coming up just two NFL games national championship game tonight does the public actually move the lines or are you only moving the lines off of sharp betters
6: there's only a couple of events that the public money will will actually move the line, and 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 I can understand that you have a mixture of answers out there, uh, but you know it, it all depends on your comfort zone. I mean, I, I know there's some people that really, you know, hesitate moving numbers based off of uh, you know public play, and and for the most part we're we're that way. But then it gets to a point where okay. Is, is this uh, above our threshold? Is this above our comfort level? Do we want to, you know, balance it out a little bit? So you, you mostly would see that type of scenario, public money moving lines on the bigger events because the public money at times can overflow the Sharp money, and, and that would only take place on the bigger marquee events. It certainly happens during the Super Bowl as, you know, the Sharps look at it just as another game, But you got the overflow of public money. A lot of people making their only bet of the season during the Super Bowl. That type of money, public money, will certainly drive the line for those for the Super Bowl line. In some other events, like it did earlier in the week when the public money pushed up, you know LSU all the way to six.
4: AJ, as far as player props or just props in general are concerned. I know the Super Bowl, you guys do a crazy amount of props, and you're one of the pioneers behind that. Uh, How about for the college football championship game? Do you do anything special as far as props are concerned?
6: We put up about 25 different propositions, you know, from the first player to score, you know, a lot of different team propositions and and individual uh, player propositions. It it certainly doesn't get the hype or the attention from the betters as the Super Bowl uh, but uh you know it'll start trickling in, and we like to do that mainly because i we know there's a lot of different interests out there, you know a lot of different flavors that people like uh it, it's always been part of our niche to give uh, uh our our players uh a variety of options and this this uh, game is no different it 's just not at the same level that is, that you would see during the Super Bowl. Gotcha.
5: And Jay, to piggyback off of that, with your NFL props, when, when you release them uh, there at the Westgate, I've heard from multiple people in town. And this is my first year living in Las Vegas to be a part of it. Um, what day is that usually released? And, um, you know, anything else do you, you want to throw out there to the watchers in terms of uh, things people can expect with your with your NFL props there at the Westgate?
6: Yeah, for the Super Bowl, yes. This is uh, you know when when the uh, two teams are decided. We actually have started working on Super Bowl propositions about two weeks ago. So it, it's a it's a it's a process, and uh, you know going into the championship games, we always try to guess who's going to advance. And to tell you the truth, we're always wrong. Um, and uh, it seems like we. we we do all this work, and one of the teams gets upset, you know, and then we have to go back and retrack and, and redo some of these propositions. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have, you know, the guys, you know, led by, you know, Ed Sammons, Jeff Sherman, uh, Randy Blum, you know, Derek Wilkerson, Eric, Eric Osman, Those the guys I, I like to list them all because they do a, such a tremendous job, a, a lot of work putting all these together. Um, we should have those back up, I believe. Um, I I won't zero in on a time. I'll give you a ballpark time. It's going to be for Super Bowl propositions to be released, I'm going to say most likely late Thursday, the 23rd, or maybe the 24th.
4: Jay Cornegay, Westgate Superbook, runs things there. Thanks for the time on a busy day for you. Always appreciate you giving a couple minutes to us here on the SportsGrid TV network, Jay.
6: All right, guys, Sean, Drew, have a good week, man. Enjoy the game.
4: All right, you as well. Uh, Thanks, Jack. Drew, uh, we only have like 10 seconds, but I wanted to ask about the NFL, the Final Four. Who are they? uh, Where where is the money uh, as far as that's concerned on those four teams? We're back Craig Mish right after this.
1: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's L E E S A dot com slash iHeart.
4: Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including. Fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with DailyRoto. Head to DailyRoto.com, enter the promo code GREEN for access and your free 7-day golf membership. That is DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Welcome back into At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network, Pluto TV, Channel 517. If you want the edge, get on the grid, Sports Grid. I am Sean Guasamaki in Midtown Manhattan. Joe Martin is in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And we welcome in our next guest, uh, one uh, person's opinion who I want on this baseball punishment levied by. Uh, to the Astros, and he is, of course, Craig Mish, radio host, Fantasy Sports Radio, Monday through Friday, 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time on Twitter, at Craig Mish. Craig, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this, and uh, what a day it's been in in sports and in baseball, this coming down at 2 p.m. Eastern time, when I was looking forward to talking about the college football championship game, but uh, we reversed course, and we had to fit this in, so uh, what's your initial thought and and your feeling on the punishment uh, handed down by Major League Baseball for the Astros stealing signs?
7: Well, I mean, you can look at it a number of different ways. Uh, I think that people, there are some people out there that think that the fine was just and it was heavy, um, which is the camp that I'm in. And there are some people that think that it was a little bit light because they get off with winning a World Series. But, yep. you know, certainly, Sean, at this point, they're going to be losing massive talent in terms of draft picks in the future. And so they can't necessarily yep. go back and take away the past, but what they can do is hurt the Astros in the future. And they chose to do that. And then the owner in the press conference afterwards, uh, Jim Crane, fired Jeff Luno and fired A.J. Hinch. So, um, you know, certainly it's the strongest levy ever given by the commissioner of Major League Baseball. And for me, because of the draft pick involvement, not just one but two years, I think that that's going to set the Astros back both uh, on the field and financially. And it would be my estimation that in two years you're going to see the Astros tear this down and start all over again because I just don't think they're going to go out there and spend hundreds of millions of dollars on players, which they're going to have to do because they're losing all of these picks, not to mention all the players that they traded for Zach Greinke in the, uh, last year. So um, you know their their farm system notoriously is fantastic, but it's going to take a big hit in the future.
4: But Craig, but in the end, ultimately, it was worth it, right, to to steal signs and to cheat because they won that 2017. 2017- Championship, So in the end, it was worth it because they still have that shiny ring, that trophy.
7: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one way to look at it. I mean, I guess that I would ask you, Drew, is that if your favorite baseball team won a World Series and then didn't win one for another 25 years or 20 years or 15 years, would that be worth it? And if you think that it is, then there's no question that you're on the right path with that. Um, You know, because I think that over the next decade, it's going to be really hard for houston to pick up the pieces after losing so many of these picks now again in baseball you can go out there unlike other sports and go above your there is no salary cap so you can spend an unlimited amount of money but what ownerships in baseball have done in the past is is use that uh, tax burden as kind of a inflated salary cap and they haven't gone above that so we'll have to see what it holds for in the future but um, I, you know, there's no way to tell right now if the Astros in two years, you have to go back
5: and start losing hundred games a year for the next five years. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a tough one to say. Yeah. Interesting concept here, Craig. And, uh, you know, my favorite team is the Florida Marlins and, uh, haven't been good for a while. So uh, I actually might take that proposition, you know, taking a world series and then taking 25 years off. But, uh, either way, man want to ask your opinion on kind of overall MLB. Do you think this cheating, maybe not this exact, you know, banging on the trash can, but other types of cheating kind of near what the Astros were doing, do you think it's happening elsewhere in MLB?
7: Well, it looks like the Red Sox uh, are being investigated for that. And then the next shoe to drop is, I don't think there's any question that at this point, uh, Red Sox manager Alex Cora um, who you know went to University of Miami uh, close by to where I live and ended up winning a World Series with the Astros, I don't think there's any doubt that he's going to get suspended probably for a year. My guess is that he'll get fired probably yep. from the uh, Red Sox as well. So, I mean, that, that's coming next. and And beyond that, of course, there are different situations around the league that we'll never know, and perhaps they will come to light. But I don't think that we could ever – really go back and, and really analyze this because in order for this to come out, a former player on the Astros had to throw his other guys under the bus, which almost never happens in any sport. You just don't do that with teammates. And it happened with Mike fires, uh, for, you know, former pitcher for the Astros. That's how this all got started. So I don't know that we'll ever come out because, you know, again, according to Manfred's investigation, all of this was really player based. And with Cora, the coach being somewhat of involved in it, but it was the players that really were behind doing this. So until we hear another player come out and admit that his own team was cheating, I don't know I don't think that we'll hear anything else.
4: Joined by Craig Mish, host of Fantasy Sports Today on the Fantasy Sports Network. This is at the window on the SportsGrid TV network. Craig, speaking to the players orchestrating this and and, and really doing this on their own with Alex Cora, the bench coach. You mentioned Alex Cora, no punishment for him yet because the Red Sox investigation, the 2018, the investigation into the Red Sox stealing signs is still underway or still ongoing. Carlos Beltran, no players. He was a current player. He He was a player on the 2017 Astros team that won the World Series. He was not disciplined and won't be disciplined according to people and according to sources. Is that the right decision by Manfred in Major League Baseball.
7: You know that's a real tough one because it does appear that the players were the ones who really instigated this and so my guess is is that what they're really doing is they're punishing the people that were in charge for not stopping it. Um, you know if they had any real hard evidence I, I think that it would be different Sean I think that okay. maybe some players would be involved. But it's, you know, they don't have the, you know, who was taking the video and who was involved with hitting the drums and all that. Like, those are the people I think that will get punished. But uh, there's really no smoking gun with Beltran, I don't think. They just, they went by basically, I think, according to what I read, just emails and basically and testimony. Um, I don't know. The Players Association would probably get involved in that and try and fight that. So I'm guessing that's why nothing was done.
4: Does this tank call us Beltran?
7: I uh, mean, he had a fantastic career before that happened. Um, will he be a first ballot Hall of Famer because of this? My guess would be no. I agree. still think he'll get into the Hall of Fame eventually. Uh, Bonds and Clemens are on the precipice of it. They'll probably—I think Bonds and Clemens probably get in next year. So my guess is is that what this may do is it may remove Beltron
5: from a first ballot Hall of Famer, but eventually he will get in. I, I still think. In, in Craig follow up question, you bring up uh, Mike Friars, You know he's a South Florida guy. I, I believe I believe as well. And you know he's kind of known for you know hitting hitting Mike Stanton in, in in the face, Gian Giancarlo Stan, But he actually might now be remembered for telling on his on his teammates. Like you said, do, do you think this kind of Danish it hurts him in any way going forward for his life?
3: Uh, I mean
7: I'm sure that no players that he ever played with ever going to want to talk to him again. Um, you know, he played um, for uh, Nova Southeastern University, which is where I go every single day to pick up my kids because they go to the uh, the lower school there. So I'm very familiar with him and very familiar with what he's done. He also pitched a no hitter and he's been a quality pitcher over the course of his career. But I- I'm sure no question, Drew, that there are players within the game that will never speak to him again because they'll feel like he broke a code of conduct, which is basically you don't tell on your buddies and you don't tell on your friends. But as far as he is concerned, I mean, he's Mike Fires. I don't know. Like, in two years, is he still pitching? He's made millions of dollars. He goes home. He's happy. has a family. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that this really affects him one way or the other.
4: Last one for me on this, Craig. Will A.J. Hinch and Jeff Lunau work again in Major League Baseball?
7: I believe both will. Absolutely. I believe both will. I think, uh, you know, two, three years, I think you'll see Hinch back. Um, you know, Luno would have to be a specific situation. Um, he would probably have to go to a team that's similar to where he went, where he took it over. Uh, at least from what I'm reading and some of the information there, it seems to be that Hinch and Luno, although they may have known about it, they really, they're just the most guilty of not stopping it, which they have to be guilty of. And they should definitely, you know, face these suspensions. But we've seen so many other things happen in sports and I am very hesitant to be a prisoner of the moment and not give people second chances. So I do believe that both will be given second chances. It may not be next year, it may not be the year after that, but I mean Luno built a team that lost you know, that, that basically had a salary that was immovable for so many years. The Astros lost a hundred games, four straight years in a row. And then they ended up winning the World Series. And by the way, they were good in 2016, 2018, and 2019 too. So uh, when cooler heads prevail in a couple of years, he'll get his his next opportunity. But we're right now in the heat of it, and obviously, right now is not the time to say, "Oh yeah, he's the best in the world." But he'll be back again. Both will. Both will get jobs again. I think.
4: Right, do you have and Craig? A-
5: last one for me. Oh, go ahead.
4: No, no, no. I-, I wanted to ask about the college football championship game because he's a big fan. Go ahead. If you have another one on baseball, sure.
5: Yeah, 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 well, we can get into that as well. Um, I, I was just going to say, last one for me on baseball, South Floridian to South Floridian. Uh, Marlins Park being where it is, why can't they get more butts in the seats if, for for the uh, for the Marlins there, Craig?
7: Yeah, I mean, Drew, it's the same thing in uh, St. Petersburg. Nobody goes to the Rays games either, and, and they win a ton of games. They won a ton of games last year. Florida is just a very hard sell for people. Uh, there's a lot of things to do. And I don't think that that's ever going to change. And so the idea is, especially, I think, is to do promotions and try and encourage young kids to fall in love with baseball again in South Florida. A lot of them are following the Orlando Magic or they're following the Miami Heat, wherever they live. It's a very difficult uh, thing to quantify because, simply put, these teams in Florida have never had success uh, packing them in but again you know you have Red Sox fans and Yankees fans and Dodgers fans those teams have been around for a hundred years 50 years and so there's built-in fan bases there with season ticket holders you're seeing the same thing in Arizona Arizona doesn't do great it's just going to take a long time I think eventually for it to catch on and hopefully there's patience there with the franchises and by the way it doesn't look like there is with Tampa Bay
4: all right Craig who's winning the national championship tonight Clemson or LSU
7: Yeah, I I think the line is too high. Um, You know, I I really, I mean, Lawrence hasn't lost in three years. This feels exactly like it did last year. Alabama's coming in. The world is taking Alabama. They're seven-point favorites. Two years ago, everybody loves Alabama. Deshaun Watson comes to town, takes over. Clemson beats them, too. I think the same exact thing is going to happen tonight. I'm an SEC guy, but I've seen this Clemson story now going on five years. (laughs) You know, Lawrence hasn't lost the game in three years. Uh, look, could LSU win the game tonight? Absolutely. Could they win by a field goal or a touchdown? Of course they could. Uh, but you can't give Clemson points in the national championship game, and giving them five and a half points or six points in the championship game—that's bananas. I'm taking I'm taking Clemson for sure.
4: Do You have a final score prediction, or you just uh, Clemson plus the points? Uh,
7: I would say um, I would say 38 uh, 34 um, Clemson.
4: Awesome. All right, there he is, Craig Mish. Listen to Craig, fantasy sports today on the Fantasy Sports Network from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Thanks, Craig.
7: All right, guys, have a great day. All
4: right, there he is, Craig Mish. Interesting stuff there. I, I think Beltron should be suspended, but Mets—they're not going to do that because you know he wasn't property of the Mets then. They shouldn't punish this current Mets team. So I get that. I just—I wish Major League Baseball would have levied some, son- some sort of suspension on Carlos Beltran because he was a ringleader in all this. Uh, I know the players' association is strong in Major League Baseball, Drew, but I would have liked to see uh, Carlos Beltran punished and and the the title in some way vacated. You know they do it with the Heisman. Why can't you do it with the uh, World Series uh, championship? Thirty. I don't know. Um, I, I guess you
5: can. I, I'm not a big fan of of that just because it already happened. But uh, no, it, but yeah, at least they, they can't show it added, off. Added yeah, I,
4: I know you can't award it to another team. I, I'm I'm for that. But I mean, they cheated. I mean, who knows if they would have won that 2017 World Series? The Dodgers are pissed. I mean, they're probably. I mean, Cody Bellinger already came out and talked about it. But all right, uh, we have predictions up next. LSU or Clemson? Who does Drew have? I have a feeling I know. I'll make my prediction as well. That's next. here not the window. Welcome back to At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Sean Guasamaki and Drew Martin with you. All right, Drew, before we get to predictions for the national championship game, let's go with some player props and just your initial thought. I'll, I'll go first. Joe Burrow, total passing yards, 365 and a half. I am going over. I like the total to go over in this game. I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going over 365 passing yards for Joe Burrow. He has not been stopped all season. I don't think Clemson will do it either. I like the over prop in that one. How about you?
5: Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I know we don't have much time, so I'm going over on both of the quarterbacks' passing yards, Sean.
4: All right, let's go. I, I agree. I'm going over on both as well. All right, rushing yards, Travis, ATN, and, uh, of course, uh, Hilaire, Edwards-Hilaire. Over prop, 92-and-a-half for Hilaire, 96-and-a-half for ATN. What do you like there? you going over or under there for both guys?
5: Uh, I'm not going to get to the window with either, but I'd likely yeah. go under for that's both. A,
4: that's a good answer. I, I'm going to go over for Hilaire and over for AT. I'm going over. I, I think it's going to be a shootout here. All right, how about receiving yards? Uh, Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins. What are you going to go there? you Are going to go over? It's uh 101.5 for Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson, 99.5. That's the LSU guys. Yeah, those are pretty high, actually. I they think are. they
5: spread the ball out a little bit more. I'd, I'd lean towards the under on both of those guys. All right,
4: I'd go over for Chase, under for Jefferson, and then the Higgins and Ross for Clemson. You're going to go over, under, if, if we got that prop real quick, if we have it, if not. There we go, 65-and-a-half for Ross, 91-and-a-half for Higgins. What do you like there? You going to play it? Um, man,
5: I, I, I like Higgins. You like Higgins? Yeah, I'm passing on both, yeah, yeah.
4: All right, I like Higgins as well, over, and then, yeah, I'll pass on the 65-and-a-half. right, prediction, I like LSU to win, but I'm going with the points with Clemson, and I like the over, pound the over. Right now, the over is 66 and a half. I like the over there. How about you?
5: All right, Sean. Yep, uh, 28-no going after it, and I'm going with Trevor Lawrence, winning 70 of the last 71 games he's All been right? a part oh. of. I think uh, Clemson plus the five and a half, like Pete Futek said, I think it's a toss-up game. I really do. I think it should be a pick and it's uh, five and a half points off, pushed a lot from the public perception. I think Clemson plus the five and a half is the side here, Sean.
4: I, I like it. I like it, too. I like Clemson plus the points, but I think LSU squeaks it out and wins the national championship game. Joe Burrell, the MVP. All right, that'll do it for us. Game time decisions is next with Gabe and Cam. Drew, good luck tonight. Thanks for the time, man. We'll see you tomorrow, right? Best of luck to you, Sean, and go tag us. <laughs> go Tigers. See you tomorrow. Game time next.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new?